next time. Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. Yeah, the Council Roundup brought to you each and every week by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch, and they're open for lunch on Saturdays. And don't forget about delivery, Head West Subs. Last night, Springfield City Council was a committee of the whole. About an hour and 45 minutes or so, and they covered a whole bunch of ground. Let's get right on into it, starting with the treasurer's reports from Colleen Redpath-Fager, uh, the new treasurer for the city of Springfield, and she lays out how much money is in the city's coffers. Uh, here's how that went. Treasurer's report for the corporate fund for the month of May. The beginning balance is $67,056,027. We took in total receipts of 17401000 $161. We had total disbursements in the month of May totaling $9,449,734, which left the corporate fund ending balance in the month of May at $75,007,454. The ending general fund balance includes $21,000,000. $867,158, which is the May ending balance of the ARPA money. Thank you. That concludes my report. So uh, 70 plus million dollars on hand, 20 plus million of it is remaining COVID-19 relief dollars. Uh, what about those dollars, those COVID dollars? Are those uh, appropriated? Are they already set aside for programs and projects? Uh, what's uh, what's the uh, ultimate uh, takeaway there for uh, those dollars and whether or not they're spoken for? You, uh, Treasurer, do you know how much of the um, ARPA balance is unallocated currently? If you don't know now, um, maybe we could just get the, a an answer for that later. Sure. Um, I actually asked the budget director that last week, and she said that that was all um, accounted for. Okay, thank you very mm -hmm. much. So all of the Any ARPA dollars, 20-plus million dollars already accounted for, but just sitting there in the city's coffers. Uh, so moving on, they've got ordinances that they've got to consider, and let's go ahead and uh, hear which this next ordinance tackles. With Bloom Springfield LLC for financial assistance for the property located at 2 <coughs> South Old State Capitol Plaza, utilizing central Ellen area tax increment finance funds through the Office of Planning and Economic Development for an amount not to exceed $29,000. So uh, Alderman Sean Gregory had some questions about the match. This is going to be a 50-50 match, I believe. He asked if that's the standard, Val Yazel, uh, responding to that last night. And that is a policy that was from previous administration, and I know that our current administration has had not had the time to put forth some policies concerning TIPS. However, it was my recommendation to her that we go with 50% since this was a, a life health safety issue and we've got older buildings downtown. And to me, it was very, very important that we have a sprinkler system in this older building. So that was my recommendation to the mayor. I respect that. I just, you know, when we set a precedence like this, you know, others are going to... And I think this. what we will be doing is reviewing each request as they come. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Alderman Hanauer. Yeah, thank you. That precedent, we did have a precedent and it got, I think there's been numerous times where it's been uh, broken and I think 50% is what we've kind of moved to. So um, I don't have a problem with it. 
I don't have a problem with it. I just more for follow-up purposes, Mr. Don. I don't have a problem with it. I just, um, when we do it on a case-by-case basis, we run into um, people, you know, feeling like favoritism and da-da-da. So that, that's that's my only concern. So thank sure. you, man. So Alderman Hanauer, uh, he responded to that idea and says, well, maybe we do need to have some uh, set standards here when it comes to the matching dollars that uh, these organizations have to put up in order to tap into those tax increment finance funds. I think that, honestly, for most of it, I think we should set a precedent. I think it's easier for you guys. You guys know where, where we can, you know, where we go. And, and if something special comes up, such as like a, a Shields or a, you know, whatever, um, then we can look at, at modifications, you know, based on that. But I, I do think it would be good to set a, set a, a limit of, you know, maybe 40% or whatever. But, so Alderman Roy Williams Jr. also chiming in here, making sure that uh, you know the, the the proper amount of dollars are being spent uh, instead of giving favoritism to, to others. Here's uh, then, Alderman uh, Williams Jr. Then are we basing it on merit? What are we basing this on? And who is it that's making that determination? Because it could come off like Alderman Gregory is saying that you know people could raise concerns. Well, that's not important important to the council because of where it's located or who it is or whatever. So I'm hoping that we can come up with a consistent policy, Mr. Chairman. So there's a new uh, mayor. Uh, there's obviously going to be some different uh, you know, takes on how to manage these tax increment finance requests. And ultimately, it's going to be up to the city council as to whether or not they approve such requests. And this one being uh, uh, at least advancing to the next stage uh, in the uh, approval process. Coming back, we'll talk about some properties that the city is uh, looking to uh, purchase and also demolish and how that process plays out especially uh, as far as timelines and if it's not torn down immediately, the problems that arise from uh, those experiencing homelessness, getting into the properties to fly dumping and a whole host of other issues. So we'll tackle that next year with the council roundup with Springfield's morning news on 92.7 WMAY Springfield's news and talk. It's brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. Head West Subs. All right, back with the Council Roundup here with Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. The Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch, also open for lunch on Saturdays, and don't forget about delivery, Head West Subs. All right, getting back into it last night, they had uh, a whole bunch of ordinances. I want to say there was like 11 or so of the city looking to take properties, part of rail relocation, and these properties are ultimately going to have to be destroyed. But there were questions about... Uh, you know, how quick these are going to be destroyed. So you had the Public Works Director Fuchs there uh, taking questions from Alderman, and uh, here's how that went uh, last night at the uh, Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole. Then are we basing it on merit? What are we basing this no. on, and who is it? That's uh, Roy Williams Jr. previously. Here's the uh, conversation about uh, problem properties. We, we got them boarded up and everything, and then, you know, homeless and other people kept unboarding them back and forth. Is there any way we can expedite, or maybe I should ask it different, it, what's the timeline on the demolition? One of the difficulties that we're facing is the asbestos abatement. For the inspectors okay. to go into these uh, facilities, these homes, uh, uh, they have to examine the sure. homes, and they are in sometimes occupied. Uh, so the inspectors don't feel safe going in, so we have to coordinate with the police to make sure that we can get everybody in. So that's one of the things that's really slowing it down. 
As far as the fly dummy go, I was in there with the solid waste crew just this past week, yeah. and uh, we've got a lot of repeat offenders. Uh, yes. As soon as they clean it up, and, and these aren't just a couple of trash bags. Uh, it's mattresses, yeah. furniture, uh, yards and yards of carpet. Uh, it takes a great effort to keep it uh, to keep it cleaned up. And in a week, ten days, they come back and uh, it's been dumped on again. So it's uh, uh, very aware of the problem, and we're uh, addressing it as best that we can. Well, yeah, and so it was uh, Roy Williams Jr. talking with the Public Works Director Fuchs about uh, you know, the, the timeline of taking these properties down because you've got problems of homeless people going into the properties, and then you get all the fly dumping. Alderman Sean Gregory's been uh, really concerned about the fly dumping problems in the city of Springfield, uh, and he talked about it last night as well in reference to these uh, collection of properties. I'm in agreement with Alderman Williams. We do experience a lot of um, fly dumping and different things, as you know, Mr. Fuchs. And and I know that we're in the process. I see um, various things on the agenda of tearing down a lot of homes, and we'll be doing that. Um, I, I'd like to encourage you to reach out to our operating engineers. I know before um, years ago um, they were they were willing and eager to really help us out with some of those demos on, on training purposes. I had a great conversation with them at one point in time, um, and hopefully now we have the manpower to really um, make an impact in this in this area um, together. Sure Thank you, sir. So, again, uh, the conversation about uh, making sure the resources are there and the crews are there to make this happen. But it's also a matter of enforcement. Uh, and that's something that uh, Alderman Hanauer laid out as uh, his main concerns of dealing with all this. With uh, Chief Scarlet and get get the, the sky cam or get some um, get something over there that's, that, you know, a, a trail cams or something. Try to catch people that are doing it. I mean, uh, the sky cam would definitely be a deterrent because the lights are flashing and they they know they're on camera. So if, if it's an area that that we're starting to see a lot because we're buying this up, let, we need to we need to start looking at that. Yes, I sir. think that would be something that we, a good use of it, at least. So uh, utilizing some of the technology that uh, law enforcement have, uh, Larry Rockford, uh, I mean, he's the uh, Ward 4 alderman. He um, he had concerns just about, uh, you know, the uh, manpower issues, but also the technology saying that uh, these trail cams actually do work, uh, and as he's seen it work himself. But, I mean, we did it at the lake with trail cameras when we were getting fly dumping, and uh, it works, you know. You have to go searching sometimes through the garbage bags to, to find letters and open mail and this kind of stuff, but um, it works. Thank and you. then uh, Alderman Redpath saying, man, we need to go I after them I think we ought to also harder. reach out to Crime Stoppers and, and put a bounty on these folks. And uh, uh, money talks, and I guarantee you people will turn them in. Uh, in addition to uh, the Skycam, the, the license plate readers, Ralph, would probably be a good resource for us because once we catch them, uh, we got to crack them, and if our fines aren't enough, we have to figure out raise our ordinance fines or or talk to the talk to the circuit court about about stiffer penalties on these people because it is habitual people that are doing it all the time. I mean, it's 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 crazy because we give them opportunities when they got big uh, uh, appliance or, or or loads that they want to get away. We we take it. I mean. It's, we give them every opportunity to help them do it, but they continually take the money from the people and then they run up up and down the alleys and dump it in the, these people's neighborhoods. And that's just wrong. So, And uh, Police Chief Scarlett uh, reacting to some of this, uh, talking about technology and other concerns. Uh, 
as petty as they may seem, we still need evidence to, to verify who did what. So uh, cameras, LPRs, Crime Stoppers, great use of our resources. We'll certainly do that. And we have been partnering with Public Works, I believe, on some trail. Alderman Donnellan, who is the chair of the Committee of the Whole last night, also uh, talking about the steps needed to, to tackle this problem. We've been trying, problem. trying, trying to catch people. It's the same it's the same it's the same coke cans it's the same bottles it's the same banana peels it's the same diapers i hate to be gross but it's true uh a, a guy i know that lives uh backs up to that he's picking that stuff up every single week so it's all over and uh it's a it's a big deal to the neighborhoods it may not be a big deal to when it happens in one area to another area but we got to keep our city clean so i appreciate all the and then uh, Alderman Hanauer jumping back in, talking about the need for penalty enhancement. So you had Redpath say, get Crime Stoppers involved, pay cash rewards. Hanauer says we need to find people more. And I would be uh, in support of raising our fines and, and you know, kind of putting some more teeth in it. Because if we catch them, I mean, slapping them with a $100 fine isn't going to do, do a lot for some of these people. What we got to do is we need to hit them hard. And so what is that going to look like, though? Is it going to be uh, disparately treated? Um, Alderwoman uh, Jennifer Notoriano, she talked about how the public really needs more information about all of this. I remember when I was sitting out there um, before I got up here hearing an idea, I believe it was Alderwoman Conley's, to put a list of approved haulers on our website so that our citizens know if you want your trash actually dumped and not put in someone's alley across town, please use these vendors. Um, I think that would be at least a step in the right direction. Put these bad actors out of business. Then Alderwoman Purchase uh, also talked about the things that she faces when it comes to crews getting out and cleaning things up and the volunteers that come out and help clean things up, but then there's just more fly dumping. And even with our doorbell cameras, we can't really see a license plate of who it is. The last person we looked at, they took their license plate off. <clears throat> so they getting real smart. Um, and then dumping and driving off, and we can't identify who they are. And we pay attention. And Lincoln Park and Enos Park is really good for picking up all of the mattresses and the alleys. And we send about 12 loads over to Public Works. And these people come back and do it again. So the effort of us cleaning it up and bringing 30 people out, it's like they come back and they just dump right away again in 10 days. That's got to be frustrating. I mean, listen, I live on a, a lot that's right next to a busy street, and i got to pick up a bunch of trash, but to do it over and over and over again. Um, making sure that people understand, A, Conley. that there is a program that they can use. Um, it's six bulky items. You can do it twice a year. You can do it once a year. And have a more focused um, outreach effort to really promote that. But also promote the fact that, again, as Alderman Gregory pointed out, there's a tipping fee. So if you're paying someone 100 bucks to clean out your garage, people need to know that you're probably paying to have your stuff dumped in someone else's yard or in front of someone else's yard or behind someone's garage. <laughs> so really, she's urging the, the, the community organizers and the uh, outreach efforts to, to educate the public better about all of this. Because if they come and take a whole bunch of stuff out of your garage for $100, that is going into someone else's lot. And that is you are contributing to more work, more mess for our city. And in the end, you're creating a problem for our other taxpayers. So maybe kind of a combined, yes, outreach, yes, education. But let's educate our residents, too, and be reasonable about expectations about 
you know, the cost yeah, of these things. And it does compound quite a bit. But what about the resources and the personnel needed? Uh, Alderman Rockford sharing his thoughts about that. The, the Public Works Department puts out two trucks, a, a loader, a total of four guys to clean up these messes on a daily basis. And uh, it's overwhelming. So, again, you know, the numbers, the head count, you know, I don't, you know, that's a, that's going to be, you know, the directors and, and the mayor getting together and, and talking about it. So there's four people doing this work throughout the city. So take that in. Might have to be some uh, more added resources to take care of all of this. A uh, lot more to come from last night's Springfield City Council meeting. We'll get to that coming up here with Springfield's Morning News. Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch. And don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs. All right, back with the Council Roundup, and it's brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch. Don't forget about delivery, Head West Subs. All right, so last night they also had a presentation about a new hazardous mitigation plan that the county wants the city to adopt as well. Uh, so if you want to read that further, you can go check out the uh, City of Springfield's website, and they actually have, for the most recent uh, meeting, all of the handouts that you need to be able to uh, to have to, to be better informed than just listening to a cursory review of the Council Roundup, which uh, is a great resource for you guys each and every Wednesday morning to get uh, an idea of what happened at uh, last night's City Council meeting. But uh, next up, you've got a slew of different appointments that are being made here from who's going to lead the uh, Oak Ridge Cemetery, a historic cemetery in Springfield where Lincoln is buried, and it's managed by the city of Springfield. Uh, also, you've got uh, appointments for a local regional uh, board that Alderman Hanauer is going to be appointed to. And Alderwoman Purchase is going to be appointed to. And uh, Alderman Sean Gregory had some questions and actually wanted to change who was being appointed to this board. Uh, here he is uh, talking about his concerns last night. It's uh, the Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole. So this regional planning commission, I, I, I'm not in full understanding of. I haven't took time. I know Alderman Williams was on that, correct, last time? And, and an hour myself. And so, so can we... You know, can we look at selecting somebody else besides maybe Alderman Hanauer? And and the reason why I say that, Alderman, is because I feel like your ward is represented well. Um, it's growing well. Um, and, and, and this particular ward, I won't speak for anybody else's ward, but this particular ward is suffering. And I... I I'm not vouching for me to be on there. I, I really don't care. I really don't have that much time. But I do want, even if we go forward, I'm sure the votes are there. But however this commission does and the planning and, and all of those things, I, I, I hope that um, the voices of War II or the, the, the struggles of this war um, are represented and thought about um, because it's really, really important, and, 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 you know, there's a lot of momentum in our community, and I, and I really want to keep it going um, so we can see, you know, more and more people thrive in, 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 this, in this great city. So, thank you. And uh, then you get a response from uh, Alderman Hanauer, uh, who is being appointed to this board, uh, and he kind of talks about the, the rationale. The reason why I was appointed um, was, uh, I think, when originally uh, Alderman Williams was going to be appointed, we found out that it had to be one one of each party 
So, um, well, ain't y'all the same party? Huh? Really? Come on. What? He I can, don't know. I'm just asking questions. I don't really. I, I mean, but so, you know, the other aspect is this this um, committee meets at 930 in the morning. So it, it's tough for people that do have have jobs. I, I don't care if somebody <coughs> wants to take my place. They're more than welcome to. But I believe we have to have a Republican and Democrat on it. And I'm the Republican on it. So um, okay. that's the way it, it sits. So. So, again, that's the rationale for having Hanauer on that. But uh, what about the other appointment messages? Here's uh, the clerk reading out those. 23-259, an ordinance approving the appointment of Gregory E. Mordock as Corporation Counsel. 2023-260, an ordinance approving the reappointment of Alderman Ralph Hanauer to serve on the Springfield-Sangman County Regional Planning Commission. 2023-261, an ordinance approving the appointment of Alderwoman Lakeisha Purchase to serve as the Springfield-Sangman County Regional Planning Commission. 2023-262, an ordinance approving the appointment of Gregory C. Talley as Executive Director of Oak Ridge Cemetery for the Office of Public Works. So uh, Talley was there to address the council and introduce himself. Uh, my name is Greg Talley, and I am honored to receive the appointment as Executive Director of Oak Ridge Cemetery. Uh, and he uh, went on to talk about uh, his, his expertise and why he feels he's going to do a good job as the Director of the Oak Ridge Cemetery. I feel that my long and diverse experience sets me up well and meshes well with this position. Um, I believe all, all my uh, previous things bring a lot to this position, and I think I, that I will be doing a very good job. Something that I didn't take lightly when Mayor Busher did approach me, um, I did meet with Interim Director Lellis several times to make sure this was something that I thought would be a good fit for me. Um, so that I could make the decision that this would be something that I wanted to do. And I also wanted to meet with Director Lellis because I wanted his endorsement as well. Um, I wanted him to, to know who I was, my past, uh, and what I have to offer. So uh, obviously somebody new to lead Oak Ridge Cemetery, an historic cemetery here in Springfield where Abe Lincoln is buried. The new corporation counsel, Gregory Mordock. Uh, yes, I do still want the job. All right. Um, I'm I'm. In, into it now for for half a month and uh, and I'm enjoying it. But oh, I, I just want to say that uh, it really is an honor uh, to represent the city of Springfield, my hometown, and uh, and I'm excited to to get started. Um, I'll tell this board uh, what I told Chatham and Auburn and Assumption when I started representing them: uh, integrity, accuracy, and communication form the foundation of my practice, and I hope to extend that to all of you. Uh, please feel free. You have my contact information. Reach out to me anytime. Uh, when your constituents start reaching out to you between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday, we can revisit that arrangement. But until then, I am always available. So please feel free to contact me. Um, and I look forward to uh, to working with all of you and representing the city. Well, I imagine uh, older people are going to be reaching out to him quite a bit to draft ordinances that they want to make happen. So we'll be watching that. An ordinance from uh, Alderman Hanauer? And we'll, hopefully it'll give these guys uh, more of an idea to, they got they got to finish their business. So um, <clears throat> if you haven't had uh, horizontal drilling done through I-3 broadband or through uh, AT&T is the two that, that's noted the most. I can tell you that you will find out as soon as they're in your ward because 
you will get phone calls. So, again, uh, the ordinance that he proposed is about excavation, and we've heard Alderman Hanauer talk about this ad nauseum of companies coming in and messing up people's yards, not fixing them, so an ordinance hoping to address that. Next up. 23-265, an ordinance authorizing payment of $40,000 for a settlement of Sangamon County Circuit Court Case 21-L-0172, Angela Harlow versus Michael Reedy, Jr. and the City of Springfield. Motion for consent. Second. And that deals with Motion an accident for the that a Springfield discussion? police officer got into. Any discussion? Any discussion? Hearing none, all those opposed, nay. Aye. Aye. All those opposed, nay. The and the next one. 2023-266, an ordinance authorizing payment of $70,000 for settlement of Central District of Illinois Federal Court case 20-CV-3145, Alfred Claiborne and Andrea Early versus the City of Springfield, Ryan Maddox and Michael Brown. And that's like a $90,000 settlement uh, for a wrongful arrest. So uh, a couple of things going on consent agenda of settlements that the city of Springfield's entering into. Uh, rather fascinating. All right. Uh, new and unfinished business. Alderman Gregory on Juneteenth. Thursday is Levitt. We'll, 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 I'll be hosting that as part of Juneteenth celebration. And um, I'm, I'm very, very happy and energized with what I see around um, the city with Juneteenth. I know there's um, one out there in War One uh, event. I know uh, all the women purchase has the events, and 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 for us on this body, after we enjoy this great holiday, uh, we passed it here, uh, Council. Um, after we enjoy this great holiday, I want us to to, to absorb that, um, and I'm passionate about it because you know. Our ancestors are very, very resilient to even make it here for me to be here. So, I, you know, I, I guess I'm saying to make it short that let's not let this holiday be just a symbolic one. Let's really, really, really try to dig into the true issues, especially in this community that I represent. And I have to say these things um, because it's very, very important. And, and, and I just don't want this holiday to pass without us really putting some true thought in on how we move forward communities like the one I represent. Thank you. And Alderwoman Purchase also uh, letting it be known all the different events that she has scheduled for Juneteenth that uh, go all throughout this weekend into early next week. We also have, um, she's one of my MPOs, Officer Fluke. She's having a candlelight um, event on Friday at Union Square. And it's at 8 p.m. And this is for loved ones who was lost due to gun violence. So I want to encourage everyone after they attend the NAOR event for Juneteenth to come right on over and don't go home yet. And then, like Alderman Gregory said, I'm excited because I think it starts with our youth. And on Monday, we're going to have a whole exhibit for Juneteenth. And I'm doing crafts with the kids and also reading. And kids are very smart. They, they'll they tell me what the book means before I open it up just from looking at the pictures and the illustrations. So I'm excited to share with our youth about Juneteenth and our seniors on Thursday, too, with the organizers. So we're hitting every pocket and not forgetting anyone. So I encourage, as always, my colleagues to join, too this whole entire weekend. We have lots going on until Monday evening. So Juneteenth celebrations this weekend. Make sure to get out there and celebrate Juneteenth. Uh, and uh, we'll obviously uh, bring you a council roundup next week. It's brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch. Head West Subs.